There is a lot of advice floating around out there about growing on Instagram, but I think often for creators, you can count yourself out of some of this growth advice based on some of it maybe feeling a little bit inaccessible to you. Maybe you hate making reels. Maybe you dread the idea of narrowing yourself down to a hyper-specific niche. Or maybe you feel like it's not accessible for you to post on Instagram seven days a week. That's okay. I know that those things aren't possible for everybody, which is why I wanted to share Instagram strategy advice in this episode that nobody can walk away from feeling like this strategy won't work for me. I'm going to share with you some Instagram strategy tips that truly work for everyone you can make these accommodate any given situation so that's what we're going to talk about today welcome to the creator club podcast produced by creatorly media i'm your host katie steckley i'm a side hustle youtuber turned six-figure ceo that's obsessed with social media making content and building communities Here on the Creator Club Podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop-style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. Hey creator, I've got something really exciting to share with you. My brand new signature course, the Instagram roadmap is now available for instant access. The Instagram roadmap is a self-paced course designed to take you from overwhelmed and uncertain to confident and excited to create content that is going to help you grow on Instagram. I've poured my heart and soul into this course and included all my experience and expertise from not only growing my own active Instagram community of over 35,000 followers, but also from helping countless clients grow their Instagram audiences as well. The Instagram roadmap is designed for beginner and intermediate creators like you who are looking for the path to growth. In the four and a half hours of video lessons, I go over lessons like how to build a strong brand online, how to craft a content strategy that is designed for your unique circumstances and goals, how to batch your content so that you don't get burnt out, and finally, how to monetize your audience and turn content creation into your career. I'm so excited to welcome you into the Instagram roadmap. You can start learning today when you sign up at the Instagram Welcome back to the creator club podcast, everybody. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today about some Instagram strategy tips that can work for anyone. Before we dive into that, I did want to make a quick announcement, letting you know that the sustainable Instagram strategy planner is still available for totally free download at katiesteckley.com slash sustainable. If you head over there, it'll take you to the landing page. All you got to do is put in your email address and I send you my completely interactive self-guided strategy builder, which is a notion template that's going to help you determine your most ideal sustainable Instagram strategy. Some of the stuff that we're going to talk about in this episode totally plays into this approach of crafting a strategy that is not only going to be effective for helping you grow, but also sustainable, something that you can implement in the long term. And I especially wanted to shout out the sustainable Instagram strategy planner because the real MVPs, my ride or die besties, y'all are already over there and you already know what 
super secret little announcement that I shared at the bottom of the template. So if you want a bit of a sneak peek of some exciting things to come that I'll be announcing on the podcast coming up, then go download the sustainable Instagram strategy planner. Cause not only are you going to get a totally free interactive Instagram strategy planner template, but you're also going to get a little bit of a sneak peek announcement. So make sure you check that out. That's at katiesteckley.com slash sustainable. Okay. So with that being said, Let's get into it. Let's talk about some approaches to Instagram strategy that you don't need to count yourself out of. You can make Instagram growth work for you on your terms. And the first approach that I want to talk about is whether or not to pick a niche. A lot of people start an Instagram account and think the most important first step for growth is picking a niche. Now, don't get me wrong. You do need to have a purpose or a mission or what some people might call a niche for your account. But what too many people do when they think of picking a niche is basically just choose an arbitrary genre or category that they feel like they need to assign themselves to. I always imagine this as like somebody sitting there flipping their fingers through an index catalog system, like ones they have in like old school libraries, just like flipping through searching this set of niches like fitness, travel, beauty, etc. Like these really big generic categories and then just like picking one out of the box and saying, yep, this is mine, this is my niche. But that is really not an effective way to approach creating an Instagram strategy. And I think that's where a lot of people end up counting themselves out of some of this more typical Instagram strategy advice. Like you hear some of this stuff online and you feel like, okay, well, in order for me to make this work, I'm gonna have to narrow myself down to this really specific kind of topic that you maybe don't feel excited about making that much content about. So that's why I wanted to talk about a different approach that I think is a lot more accessible for all kinds of different creators when it comes to choosing your quote-unquote niche. In my opinion, the key is to start with the audience, not a specific topic. So instead of the traditional advice that you hear about choosing a niche first, I want to encourage you to kind of work backwards a little bit. What is the most important part of your strategy? It's going to be your end user, right? Your audience. That is really the key building block of any effective Instagram strategy. It's the people. That's why I always suggest starting with your audience first. But this leads to the question, how do you determine your ideal audience, right? If the foundation of your Instagram strategy is going to be your ideal audience, how do we figure out who those people are going to be? Before you can really determine your ideal audience, you need to figure out your overarching goal. I know this sounds like a lot of work and backtracking every time I say, don't pick a niche, pick an audience. Oh, before you pick an audience, you got to pick a goal. But trust me, it's worth it. This sort of building block strategy is the way that you're really going to build up a Instagram strategy that truly works, not just on the terms of like vanity metrics or like viral success, but like this is truly going to work for your goals and what you want to do with your business and brand long-term, right? So it's important that we backtrack and and talk through these pieces. So there's really two major goals that a lot of people have when starting an Instagram account. And maybe one of these two will feel like it connects more so with you. Often creators either one, have an existing business that they're trying to promote on the platform or two, you're a content creator who wants to become an influencer that works with brands, does affiliate marketing, all of that good stuff. So maybe you fall into one of these categories, a business looking to use social media for promotional purposes or a content creator who basically wants to become a full-time influencer. 
It's important to determine what your motivation is starting out because it's going to change what your strategy looks like. But at the end of the day, you might be surprised how much these two actually have overlapping strategic approaches to growth. Like they can look quite similar, but it's good for your own purposes to know ahead of time so that you can design a strategy that works towards either of those ends. So assuming that you have one of these two in mind, now you just need to determine what audience you're trying to reach. If you're an existing business, option one, you want to ask yourself, what type of customers do you need that would buy your product or services, right? Like who are your ideal purchasers going to be? Whose problems are you solving with your product or service, right? It's pretty straightforward. You just want to work backwards from the product or service offer that you've already determined and figure out who that ideal customer is, and then use that to decide the following that you want to build on Instagram. And most likely, if you're an established business, you maybe already know who your ideal customer is. So the good news is, once you have your ideal customer in mind, that directly translates to your ideal audience. These are the kind of people that you're going to create content in order to attract. Because obviously, when you have your ideal customer as part of your following, those people can then come along and purchase your items when you promote them on Instagram. Okay, so that's kind of option or goal number one. So let's talk about the second approach or the second goal, which is being a content creator that wants to grow to be a full-time influencer. If you're a content creator, you want to ask yourself, what type of followers do you need to secure certain brand partnerships or to promote certain affiliate links? Maybe as you're starting out, you have a few brands in mind that you would just love to work with. For a lot of us, that's probably going to be brands that we are loyal customers of, ones that we like appreciate the values of. So when you have those brands in mind, then you want to ask yourself the same question that our business owner friends did, which is who are this brand's ideal customer? Think about who is purchasing their product or service, because essentially those folks are going to be your ideal followers as well. Basically, you can see how these two different goals really do overlap. It's just a matter of, are you trying to meet with the ideal customer of your own business or are you trying to meet with the ideal customer of the businesses that you want to work with obviously there's going to be even more factors involved with this for content creators we're not all just about promoting stuff for people to buy right that's not the only motivation but i think this is a good point to start because this is going to lead to actually having a viable creator business and once you have that ideal customer piece sorted out you can build on top of that and get even more specific about who you want your audience to be including what their values are what interests them what their goals are what their personality is you know you can make sure that you find those commonalities between who you want to speak to and who your ideal customer is or ideal audience is but i think it's important to work out that business side of things so that you know especially if you're working towards this being a you know income for you that you make sure that it's going to be viable and that it all all the puzzle pieces sort of fit in together now that you have your audience figured out Let's keep working backwards here. Let's keep building on this to really figure out what strategy is going to work for you, no matter your circumstances. So many people will choose a niche and then based on that niche, they'll pick a few content pillars stemming from that main topic, right? That's the typical way that a lot of people think about it. If someone flipped through that index catalog at the library and picked fitness as their main niche, then 
maybe from that fitness niche, they would sort of start to build their content pillars, right? So it might include like fitness tips, easy workouts, yoga, but honestly, what a snooze, right? Like that's getting really specific. It's getting a bit repetitive. It's getting kind of boring and probably will be tiring for that aspiring fitness creator to create over and over and over again. So instead of that, let's think about who your audience is, what their various different interests are, and what content you can make to address that. So maybe the audience is young mothers interested in health and wellness, yoga, outdoors, and motherhood. They care about fitness because they want to live a long and healthy life and be an active part of their children's lives. Okay, that's a potential audience. Now we're talking here, right? We've got some detail. We've got some color to this picture that we can use to really dream up some good content pillars. So with this audience in mind, maybe our content pillars would instead be easy to follow fitness routines and workouts, encouragement and humor for young moms, hiking, meditation, and fitness news or updates, and finally inspiration for living a more balanced and healthy life. This is a more diverse approach to your content, so it's more interesting for the audience, and you have the chance to attract people who connect with these different specific pillars, and it helps you stand out from other fitness accounts that might solely just focus on workouts, for example, or nutrition. Instead, you can connect to your audience on a different, more personal level. This is also better for you as the creator because it's a lot more of a sustainable strategy. It's something that you are going to be able to find interesting and exciting and feel enthusiasm around on a much longer term basis than just trying to, you know, bring out different specific approaches to fitness over and over again. We're starting from the perspective of your audience, which means that your content is going to connect with them. It's going to be more relatable to them. And most likely it's also going to be more interesting for you to create which is going to be more sustainable. And speaking of being more sustainable with your Instagram strategy, truly you are much better off having a realistic and sustainable Instagram strategy in place that you can truly execute on for months and years to come rather than having something that is just completely aspirational, like this really big goal that you're probably going to have trouble actually executing on, right? So because of this, I designed the Sustainable Instagram Strategy Planner, which I mentioned at the top of the episode. Like I said, it's an interactive Notion template that's going to guide you through crafting your very own sustainable Instagram strategy. And did I mention? It's totally free. So you can grab it at the link in the show notes or go to katiesteckley.com sustainable to check it out and help you craft your ideal Instagram strategy. In addition to this approach of having a niche and instead focusing on your audience as your beginning basis, I think that another main area that people tend to struggle with when it comes to this one-size-fit-all Instagram strategy approach is the factor of whether or not you really enjoy making the content. This is something else that I really tackle in the Sustainable Instagram Strategy Planner, but it's so important that you ask yourself, what kind of content do I really like to make? I think a lot of Instagram gurus out there downplay the importance of this one because we're all just out here trying to hustle. We're like, I don't care what I like. I just want followers. But in the long term, that is not going to be 
a sustainable strategy because you're going to burn out and you're not going to feel like creating that content. So from the outside, it's important to really get real with yourself and figure out what kind of content do I truly like to produce? Maybe you love video. Maybe you like making graphics. Maybe you find lives really suit you or you like showing up on stories. Figure out what feels right to you and make sure that you put that at the forefront of your Instagram strategy because it's going to just totally change your attitude towards making Instagram content. Like right now, if you kind of dread batch creating, you don't feel like pulling out your phone and making something for Instagram, it might be because you're forcing yourself to make content that you think is going to work well in the algorithm, but you don't actually like to make. So really consider how you can bring what you like to the platform in a way that's going to make you more excited about creation. And I know one of the more controversial factors around all of this is, of course, Instagram's focus on reels and video. I hear all the time from people on Instagram that they really just like photos, but they feel like they're being forced to create reels in order to get the attention of their audience. And the fact of the matter is, Throughout the course of social media history, we really have seen that video does tend to be the best at engaging viewers. It's just naturally what we like. You know, our human psychology, you can't fight it. We're just drawn to video. But what you need to think about is potential creative ways for you to make video work for you. So something that you might consider as someone who tends to enjoy capturing beautiful photos is how you might be able to create a photo dump or a mini slideshow using a reel, for example, or potentially showing the behind the scenes process of capturing your photos and then sharing a few of the results. I think it's important to be open to experimentation and making these new formats work for what you truly like to make. And I think another big thing you can do is just try to consume more of that content. I think you'll find that there's a whole variety of ways that you can approach making reels, for example, that you might not have even considered and that you might actually really enjoy. So I really want to encourage you to lean into where you find joy when it comes to content creation and think about creative ways that you can approach these different formats that suit the way that you like to create. And finally, I wanted to talk a little bit about consistency. I think another big barrier that so many people face when it comes to the typical Instagram strategy advice that might lead you to kind of counting yourself out of the race is being consistent and being frequent with your content. Contrary to popular belief, you do not need to post on Instagram every single day. In fact, I think you might be surprised by the results that you see by posting, focusing more on quality over quantity. Again, it's so important that you focus on sustainability and post what is reasonable for your schedule and your lifestyle. If you pressure yourself into posting every single day, you probably will end up feeling burnt out and you might give up altogether. So it's much better to focus on posting once a week, twice a week, whatever feels reasonable for you and focus on doing that in the long term rather than going through sprints where you post every single day for a month, but then you take three months off because you're burnt out and then you come back for another month and you go through that cycle. It'd be much better if you took that month of content and you spread it out over those three months and you stayed consistent rather than showing up super frequently for a short period of time and then sort of fading into the background for a while. So try to be honest with yourself with how much time you realistically have in your schedule each week or each month to create. Make sure that you actually pencil that in and put it into your schedule and then 
commit to that as your Instagram strategy and, and try not to get drawn into the temptation of having to post way more often. It's okay to post less frequently as long as you're being consistent. So I'm hoping that by busting some of these typical Instagram strategy myths and showing you maybe a different way to approach it than you might have considered before, hopefully you're feeling re-inspired to tackle your Instagram strategy in a way that is going to work for you. And of course, remember one of the most important parts of growth on Instagram is having a sustainable strategy that is audience focused and something that you can truly implement for the weeks, months, and years that it takes to grow a real authentic and organic community. So if you want to make sure that your Instagram strategy is sustainable and you're working through all these different pieces of the puzzle that I talked about in this podcast episode, then go and grab the sustainable Instagram strategy planner. Like I mentioned, it's free. It's at katiesteckley.com sustainable and at the link in the show notes. And I think it's really going to help you build out a strategy that is truly going to work for you so that hopefully none of you leave this episode feeling like, well, that won't work for me. (laughs) So thank you so much for listening. I hope that this was helpful and inspiring on your content creator journey, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.